Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 109, Exponential Intelligence and Buddha. Uh, before we start, I've uh, got a lot of events coming up. Uh, we're going to be back in the UK uh, later on this year. Uh, we'll be in Fra- Hopefully we'll be in France again, and then a lot of, uh, we'll be in San Francisco. Again, take a look at the events calendar at masajati.com for the details. We're going to be doing a lot of online events as well throughout the year. So if you're new to me, uh, take a look at it. Uh, and also, if you're new to me, I would start on episode uh, say 60 uh, and above uh, just to get a feel on what exponential intelligence is about. Uh, Tonight's episode, like I said earlier, EI, Exponential Intelligence, and Buddha. We're going to go through the Buddhism, uh, the Buddhism faith, uh, see the differences, uh, the parallels between exponential intelligence, uh, what I teach compared to uh, what the Buddha taught, and maybe some indiscrepancies between the two, uh, and maybe some clarifications uh, for you uh, as a note. Uh, and then uh, before I get into the notes, uh, we'll also... Uh, do a meta healing where I'll pull in the frequencies of uh, Buddha for you to so you to get to understand what his frequencies was really all about uh, outside of the religion. Right? So, uh, as before, these questions uh, were gathered uh, from your thoughts. So we're going to go down answer. Uh, some of your questions that you may have. So let's just jump right in. Uh, What are the distortions that exist in Buddhism today? Um, We're going to go through uh, and and, uh, go through it in detail on that. Uh, Why don't we go through the basic tenets of Buddhism uh, and go in detail? Uh, There's four basic tenets in Buddhism. So we'll just go through the details. I'll read the descriptions, and then we'll continue on with the questions. That way, that way, we get a solid understanding of what Buddhism is about, what exponential intelligence is about, and then what we can take away from both from both of it. As a note, if you're a Buddhist, you're thinking about Buddhism. Um, I'm not here to dissuade you in any way. I'm not here to say pull you into another paradigm or another belief system. Uh, I'm here to clarify uh, Buddhism for you the way uh, Buddha, the true Buddha, uh, imagined it, outside of the distortions of thousands of years. Uh, To help you understand, again, your religion uh, even more. Uh, The basic tenets of Buddhism, there's four noble uh, truths uh, on uh, on this. Uh, The first one is suffering. In this world, people suffer. Uh, What is suffering? Uh, wanting wealth, or when one is poor, uh, that suffering. Uh, desiring youth when one is middle-aged. Uh, feeling pain, but wanting to be free of pain. Uh, having um, cake for your birthday, uh, and so on and so on. So, um, from the trivial to the profound, suffering is merely the gap uh, between what one wants uh, to the world and what is uh, what really is. The greater the gap, uh, the greater the suffering. But what does uh, exponential intelligence uh, talk about? Uh, way, uh, yes, there is suffering involved, uh, and the suffering is 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 for you not to really learn or understand 
like Buddhism, uh, you have to go suffer. You have to suffer from this world. You have to void yourself. Right? You have to void yourself from anything pleasurable. Right? Sex, marriage, well, marriage or sex, uh, children, wealth of any form, uh, foods, anything like that, and, and then again, suffer. But is that what it's, uh, is that what it's really about? Uh, not so much. Uh, is, that, is that one path? that you can take to get enlightened, yes. And that's where the distortion comes in. Okay? EI basically sees the same thing uh, as, the, as the Buddha did. But the difference is that, uh, you know, EI takes it a little step, uh, one step further. So in Buddhism, overall, uh, and this is the concept of, of suffering, you void yourself for any physical pleasure. Okay? Uh, and what you do is that then you can truly connect to say, your higher self or your sense of self, okay? Uh, or that oneness that they talk about. Not necessarily they a God. Uh, I don't believe they, uh, I don't think they believe in they a one God, right? So they have goddesses and so on. Um, uh, but again, uh, and that's maybe outside the Buddhism uh, religion, but it's mostly connecting to that oneness that they see. Uh, EI uh, actually connects to that oneness. Uh, so we uh, EI sees that as well. Uh, there's, say, one source that everything generates from. Uh, they might not believe in that one source, but they believe in that oneness of the world, nature, and the oneness of us being part of that. So how do you blend that back in? Uh, that's the journey. Uh, in, their, in their scenario, and there's nothing wrong with it, uh, you remove yourself to understand that you are who you are. Uh, outside of uh, you know the pleasures of life, so to speak, uh, but that's just one source. Uh, the way most Buddhists do it, though, uh, and the way Buddha did it, uh, is totally off center. Right? Uh, Buddha did it uh, because he he ascended himself to a higher level, right? and then he let go uh, of the physical pleasures of life. Uh, most Buddhists do it the opposite. And what I mean by that is that they let go of the pleasures of life to ascend higher. Right? Uh, again, Buddha did it very simply. He ascended higher, thus he didn't need the pleasures of life. So he was not attached to it. Uh, and that's a major, major difference. Right? Because in, say, the traditional Buddhist way or how most Buddhists do it, uh, they, they create a void. They create a gap that they cannot fill. Okay? That's why there's always lack. That's all, why there's always wanting. That's why you see some of the Buddhists, some extreme Buddhists, uh, commit rape and, 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 and uh, assault women and so on like that. Uh, it's not a flagrant, uh, but again, that's why that happens. Right? Um, same thing with uh, the Catholic religion, where the priests, um, you know, they assault uh, young boys, the altar boys and so on like that. Uh, because it's condoned that uh, you know you're not supposed to have say sex or in any way, right? So there's a gap that needs to be filled. We're all humans. We're supposed to be here, uh, understanding the human experience. Uh, Buddhism say voids us of that human experience, or the way the traditional Buddhism has come to be. Uh, again, the true Buddha, uh, Siddhartha, he never, he never. He could, he could walk away with that with no distortion. 
um, because he was enlightened to the point. Okay, so that's the huge difference. And again, uh, very similar to EI. Uh, what what I help you with, right? And what most people go through is is like in the elementary or in the beginning sessions of exponential intelligence, or you know, when you come to me, uh, you're always worried about Moss. I need a better job. I need better relationship. My, you know, I'm ill. And then as you ascend higher, well, those things start to fall away. But what's really important, I can tell exactly, say, where you are on the path of enlightenment. Uh, you start to go, Moss, you know what? Uh, you know what? I, I just work on me. Because okay? you've understood or you've ascended to a higher level that you know that the abundance that you are looking for naturally comes to you uh, when you're connected to a pure source and your higher self. Uh, same way with Buddhism, right? So exponential intelligence uh, really just takes Buddhism, the way Buddha uh, taught it, one step further. Right? He was happy without any other uh, say abundance or physicalness of this world, okay? uh, and that's totally fine for him. But you know, as humanity, think of it as it, it just can't exist. Infrastructure of being human or in physical form uh, throughout uh, just does not work well. You know, if everybody was Buddhist, there would be, be no propagation because there would be no sex. Uh, again, um, exponential intelligence. Uh, allows you to say remove all the wantings and desires, okay? and then what happens is it comes back to you since there's no distortion in you or within you. Since there's no distortion, there's no ego. Part of Buddhism removing your ego. Right? What happens is that you can have the abundance, you can have the wealth, you can have uh, you know the 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 relationships right the husband wife or uh, whatever intimate relationships uh, that are out there without distorting you okay? and that's the key you get to understand the beauty of the uh, of the human form the density that we've created uh, and, and and just going a little deeper you know if you're avoiding yourself of all the details of the human form uh, the creator that created, whether you believe in, in pure source or not, uh, obviously something or some say, presence did create the human form. It just didn't happen by chance. Right? Um, think of it. Just think of the perfection that came into existence right? by knowing your body. Look at, the, look at the human form. Look at what it can do. Uh, look at the thousands of different the chemical interactions that happen to you. Look at the electrical impulses that run through your brain just to get you uh, to do simple things, uh, right? Uh, it is so immaculately, not immaculately, but so uh, uh, purely conceived. Uh, and it is in such a grand honor to be in physical form. Why would you want to walk away from that? Okay. So overall, yes, suffering does help you ascend higher. Okay. Uh, and in true suffering, 
you walk away, say, from the foods that pleases you. You <clears throat> you hold off on, uh, say, drinking or eating, just like fasting, like the Muslims do. Uh, those are all ways of, say, harnessing or pulling in the reins uh, of your ego. And so in that sense, uh, first tenant, uh, suffering uh, is great. Uh, but going beyond that, uh, it gets distorted. Uh, we'll go to the second, uh, <clears throat> the truth, uh, causation. And I'm just reading off uh, tenets of Buddhism. Uh, if you go to uh, Chakra Treat, yeah, ChakraTreat.com. Okay. So, uh, it's their definitions, and I was just researching. It's pretty much the same. Uh, so the second uh, is causation, uh, desire, wanting people, wanting things to be different. People are not satisfied with the way things are. Uh, people try to fix things so they are perfect, improve things so they are better. Uh, that human trait is the source of suffering. Yes, uh, that is true as well. Uh, but most individuals, most Buddhisms do not understand that uh, the reason why they are suffering is not a removal of that process. It really is about those programs that run say, underneath the removal of the process. And just, uh, just case in point, uh, just think of something that you've tried to remove for yourself. Uh, for example, say you're addicted to alcohol or drugs or, or women or chocolate or whatever it might be. Right? Uh, you pull away, you go hibernate in a cave and, and walk away from all that stuff. Uh, that pattern still exists in you. Okay? Uh, you haven't, say, removed it, uh, you and you can't become enlightened if you haven't removed the pattern. Because, well, uh, what happens is that um, uh, that pattern still exists. Uh, you come back uh, out of hibernation. You come into the world, no matter how long it's been. Uh, that pattern still exists. You're still going to get addicted to alcohol or whatever else, right? Unless you suppress it. Uh, so is that really removing uh, the pattern, or is that really becoming enlightened just because you didn't physically say, go through the actions of eating the chocolate or alcohol or the sex or whatever it is? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, that's not true completion. That's not true ascension because there's still a desire. You're just suppressing that desire. Again, you're suppressing those programs. Okay? Like Alcoholics Anonymous, it's a great, great, great. Um, organization, I'm sure it's helped millions of people, but the way they do it, and, uh, and it's uh, uh, unbelievable the success level that they have, is that they help the people through sheer willpower. Uh, but the problem with that, and it's the same thing with the exact same thing uh, that I see, the problem of, say, the way Buddhism has come to be, not the way the Buddha did it, but again, the way Buddhism, the religion, uh, has come to be, is that they suppress, you know, your your programs that are running in you. So, for example, uh, you know, in uh, in AA, right? Uh, they they clean you up, they make you sober. However, say you go into a bar, and this is their 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 saying is not mine. They go into a bar, they smell alcohol, that desire comes back, right? And it's all over again, probably even worse. Uh, that's not eliminating the problem. That's not freeing yourself from the burdens. That's just suppressing it, walking away from it, 
it still exists. It's like walking away from your shadow. Uh, you cannot walk away from your shadow in this scenario. Okay? True enlightenment is that uh, you become so transparent, so removed of, say, human identity that you have no shadow. That's how clear you are. And then there's no desires. And then when you come in, have chocolate, women, men, uh, alcohol, uh, again, since there's no addictions, they, those things, uh, those physical things, money, uh, any greed, uh, uh, any, not any greed, um, let's see, uh, any substances that we think are greedy okay, uh, can be used for enlightenment. That's really the key. You know, the one key with exponential intelligence is that uh, whether it is good or bad, what we deem good or bad, uh, since there is no differentiation in Buddhism, everything is pretty much a ban, right? You, that's why you walk away from everything. Right? Uh, a true Buddhism, uh, if you're really true, true enlightened uh, individual, right? of hiding out in the cave uh, or out, remove yourself of civilization, uh, come into civilization uh, and stand strong and not get tempted. Right? Uh, the true Buddha. Right? Uh, he could do that with no problem, uh, and that's where you want to be. Right? Uh, that's where EI gets you as well. Okay. Uh, third, uh, uh, cessation. Okay. Each individual creates their own wants and desires. Uh, thus it is possible for people limiting suffering by limiting their self-created desires. Right? The ability to eliminate suffering uh, is inherent in all, uh, whether one's intelligent and well-read. One does not need to call upon some god or goddess, uh, teacher or guru, doctor or lawyer to save one from suffering. Uh, EI sees it the same way, and that's why I'm not your guru. Uh, however, uh, as far as a teacher, yes, uh, uh, the Buddha, uh, he taught. So, uh, uh, again, uh, however, you know, you do not need your teacher to ascend. Higher, okay? uh, you are not in conjunction with your teacher to ascend higher. Uh, that teacher can guide you, show you the path, tell you the pitfalls, what to watch out for, and then you go about it on their own, on your own. And I think that's what that reference is about. Okay? Uh, it is an independent or soul journey for you. Uh, by soul, I mean individual journey uh, for that enlightenment. So, so again, exponential intelligence uh, basically says the same same thing. Uh, there's just one more piece. Uh, so by eliminating their suffering, uh, again, most Buddhists, uh, they think that if they just remove what their desire is or what their want is, uh, the suffering uh, will get removed as well, right? You just deal with it. Uh, but most people don't have, say, the intelligence, the wherewithal, the willing, uh, the fortitude, um, uh, the willpower to do any of that, right? Uh, we just suffer even more. And again, suppress those wants and desires. So that's not true ascension, like I said before. What we'll do is let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. I'm um, just working on you as we go through. Uh, so just kick back, relax, 
a nice deep, deep breath in. Just notice where you are. Just, uh, just work on you since we're here. Whether you're new to me, whether you understand what, what I mean by working on you, it doesn't matter. Just kick back, relax, and you'll soon see. For the Eightfold Path, uh, the Eightfold Path, the method which the Buddha, his followers, teacher, uh, the way to eliminate their desires and wants. Right? Buddha did not teach how to eliminate pain or how to eliminate illness, old age, or death, nor did he teach about the existence or non-existence of gods, goddesses, or of supreme being. He only taught about suffering, people created, and how it can be eliminated. So, uh, again, he is looking at, say, the mechanics uh, of suffering or the physical source of suffering. So he didn't go deeper to the understanding of why that suffering originated or how that suffering originated from. And the difference between Buddhism and the I. Uh, suffering uh, he, um, in Buddhism is part of you. Okay? The distortions that you face, the programs that you run uh, in Buddhism, seems like from what I'm tapping in, is all, say, your response. Well, your fault or uh, your responsibility. The I sees it as your responsibility, not necessarily your fault. Um, uh, the one thing that's important, part of this as well, is that um, uh, he did not teach to eliminate pain or how to eliminate illness, old age, death. Obviously, you know, it's part of the process uh, of ascension, right? That you don't have to say die, uh, you just transform. And that's the way EI looks at it. That's the way that Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad, they didn't really die. They just like left their bodies when it was time and then ascended into those higher realms. That's where you want to be as well. Okay, uh, So that's pretty much the same. Uh, one thing uh, about gods or goddesses, uh, and then the teachers uh, kind of going back to the cessation uh, where you don't need uh, you know, to call upon a god or goddess or teacher, guru, uh, and then into four, the Eightfold Path, and then we'll get into the Eightfold Path, is that, um, is that you're right, uh, or Buddhism is right. You don't need a god to ascend higher. Uh, in EI, it's pretty much the same. God, if you look at it in, say, a scientific point of view, is, say, um, uh, is, that, is, is, is uh, the background, right? Or the global setting, uh, as I call it, right? Uh, God is created, say, uh, or pure source, as I call it, because again, God is distorted uh, or has been distorted. Um, pure source uh, basically has given you all the tools, all the possibilities for this reality. Right? Uh, and by the way, God uh, or pure source uh, created a spirits uh, to help, say, create the tools as well. So all the desires that could ever be uh, uh, is, has been created. And, uh, and then for us to understand, see, the physicalness of this world, right? there has to be, um, you know, black and white. There has to be extremes. There has to be opposites. Uh, otherwise, we would not know exactly uh, why we, uh, the physical existence that we have, we wouldn't know the color, we wouldn't know hot if there was no cold, 
right? We would not uh, know greatness if there was no, say, suffering. Uh, we would not know a uh, kindness if there was not, uh, you know, uh, or the opposite of kindness, um, right? Uh, being hateful and so on. So that's why those things exist. Again, we are here in opposites to define exactly where we are in a coordinate system. There's, it's nothing else. It's not about being good or bad. It's got nothing to do with that. It, it, it just isn't. It allows you to exactly understand where you are in this fourth dimensional coordinate. It's all it's about. Um, and basically, uh, in the Buddhism type, um, and I kind of got off uh, the subject here. Um, in Buddhism, uh, it's it's about, say, the physicalness of this world being good or bad, right? Where everything is pretty much uh, bad or a no. So, uh, you could never exist in this physical form if you did not understand good or bad. So you can't void yourself from it because you, well, why did you come into physical existence? So, uh, to understand true enlightenment, you would have to go through, and maybe this is what Buddha was talking about, right? to, again, from that EI perspective, you would have to go through uh, true suffering, right? To master the world, right? Or to master this physical existence, uh, as, as EI puts it, uh, it's not moving away from the darkness and into the light, because right? that will distort you as well. And that's what uh, most Buddhists try to do. They move away from, well, pretty much from everything to move into the light. Uh, and again, what happens is you come back into the darkness and say it devours you because you didn't have control, you didn't have strength over that. Uh, and again, that's not Buddha. It's the way it's been taught. Uh, as a note, Buddhism never wanted a religion. Uh, it came to be, though. So, again, that's a distortion in itself. Uh, in EI, and I have a podcast on this, what you want to do, right? Uh, imagine this. There's a ladder you have, uh, and uh, you have uh, brightness, right, or brilliance, or complete uh, enlightenment on one side. Uh, on the other side, you have, say, complete darkness, both extremes. Uh, you want to you be right in the middle. And by the way, both sides can destroy you, can kill you, um, uh, either physically and then on the spirit side as well, right? in different methods. I'm not going to get into that here. Uh, it's, a, it's a podcast that I've done. So if you're interested, take a look at that. Uh, but what you do is you want to master both sides so you can ascend through it. And then there is no, say, uh, it, you're neutral. Uh, when you're neutral, you are master of all that's around you, right? Uh, both light and dark, you're master. Uh, if you moved over to the light, you come into the dark, uh, again, the dark will chew you up, okay? Or vice versa. It's the same thing, uh, and that's not true enlightenment either, right? You want to get to the point, and this was Buddha's point, uh, is that you want to get to the point where you transcend so high that uh, you become so uh, expanded that you entertain both light and dark within you, and then both sides collapse. 
and there's a space of nothingness. Uh, and that's his true message. So how do you get there? Well, EI nowadays is probably the fastest way to get to that point. Okay? To ascend high enough uh, where there is no say, uh, extremes anymore because it's not needed because you are living in an enlightened being. There's no, there's not nothing needed. However, when you are at that level and you come back down in physical form, and, uh, everything can be blessed upon you and there's no distortion. And that's what Buddha wanted to get eliminate, right? The distortion. He didn't really want to eliminate, say, the abundance of the world. You really understand his message or him. He just wanted you to say, move away because the abundance of the world distorts if you're not properly or if you're not at that higher level right? or true ascendant. So, um, and getting back to my point about God or pure source, kind of went off the track here. So getting back uh, to God, uh, EI uh, understands that, uh, again, EI, uh, uh, pure source, has created a global setting for you. Um, is giving you all the tools. Think of it this way. Uh, you know, it's, it's created a huge smorgasbord for you. Okay? Uh, there's there's uh, items on the plate that are really, really good for you. Okay? Uh, and then there's choices on you, uh, for you, that are really, really bad for you. Okay? Uh, since there's free will, right, uh, you get to choose what you're going to have this lifetime, right? So make wise choices, and that's the way God is. There, you don't have to look up to God. You don't have to reach out to God. EI never says that. Uh, again, um, and I covered this in another podcast as well. When I went through the dark times, uh, I reached out to God, and there was no answer. And, uh, by the way, most of us, and this is a side note that I'm just reading you guys, most of us, they reach out to God uh, something other than God comes in to help you out, and that's where you get distorted, or where you've been distorted. So, um, uh, and time after time after time, I reached out in my despair, and God never showed up until I strengthened. I never gave up. Uh, I strengthened, and I'm going. So, why weren't you there before? Because, well, that would be part of uh, coming in with free will. That's part of free will to make, to help you understand that I've already given you all the things here for you already. It's you have to make the proper choices uh, in physical consciousness and then in spiritual consciousness. Right? So very similar to Buddhism, uh, where, where we don't look outside of ourselves. Right? We don't look for a higher order. Uh, that order is already around us. We just have to utilize it better. Right? We have to wake up. Uh, our higher spirit. Uh, let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. Uh, we'll jump into the meditation or meta healing. If you don't know what a meta healing is, um, in a nutshell, uh, I guide you into a nice deep state of meditation uh, you, where you focus on your physical form. Uh, and then I'll work on you at your source code. You won't call it your spirit. Uh, that's fine to uh, help awaken your spirit or edit your source code. Uh, and then together, put both our efforts together, and that's where true enlightenment comes. Right? Much easier, much faster than pretty much anything that's out there. 
So let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in, just noticing where you are, hopefully standing up, just breaking away from all those patterns if you can physically stand up. If you want to sit down or lie down, that's good too. But if you feel the urge to stand up, go ahead and do so. Follow your spirit. Uh, your way didn't work out well, so follow your spirit or awaken the spirit. Another strong deep breath in again. Inhaling through the nose, nice and slow, four count. Holding it for a few seconds or longer. Exhaling, letting it go through the mouth, nice and slow, nice and disciplined. Uh, discipline in Buddhism is a great habit to have. As we settle in, you might notice a relaxation coming through your neck, through your shoulders, through the chest area, and right down into uh, your spine, right into the hips. Beyond meditation, beyond hypnosis, beyond NLP, beyond anything. It's a presence. There are sphere frequencies that I encapsulate around you. Again, bypassing physicalness of this reality. Pulling in your trueness, your spirit side. And that's what you're feeling. Strong, deep breath in. Connecting to the group. There's a lot of people. There's over a million people listen to this podcast. Creates a lot of momentum. There's strength in numbers. Guys, we all want that one desire to be more abundant, more connected. We're all looking the same way. Again, pulling humanity through the same way, helping us, holding on to that momentum, holding on, pulling us out of those ruts that we face, those shackles that bind us to new territory. Wonderful breath in again, nice and deep. This time asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? And again, that question, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Nothing religious, nothing spiritual about it. And then settling in. Settling in, uh, noticing your chin, your underneath your chin, your throat, uh, the sternum, the bone that connects the ribs in the front. All you have to do is pay attention. I access your source code to help you understand uh, what Buddha really meant. Again, paying attention to your sternum. Your throat, sending higher right through the middle of the head, 
And right through out top of your head. So comparing how Buddha connected to your source. And then bringing in that same connection for you. As you're connecting the same way, basically bringing in Buddha's presence. It's noting your breath, noting the space around you, noticing that column and from the top of your head extending on out into the universe. Go deep into your head, through the throat, through the center, right behind your so, um, sternum, right into the solar plexus. Perhaps you see pictures of Buddha, like emanating from the solar plexus. Probably how it came about. That was Buddha's way of connecting to what I call pure source. And uh, we'll count to 12. As we count to 12, I'll help you merge with Buddha connected into the way you connect. And a deep breath in. Exhale, zero, one, two, three. Rapidly flowing down time, four, but slower. Five, where we can disconnect from this existence. Six, on a seven, and I push you out of time. Time reference. Note how you're feeling. Eight. It's a little distorted, disoriented. Transparent. Nine. 
body. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. And then pulling you back into Buddhist time. Present. Perhaps noticing the singularity of Breath in again, nice and deep. You can go ahead and leave you in this space for as long as you wish, as long as you stay quietly meditating. Still being that mastermind.
as we end, again, never trashing a great master like Buddha, but clarifying this communication to the world that's gotten distorted. And that's the purpose of this podcast. Thanks for being on a call. This podcast. Notice what you notice. And then notice the details of what you're noticing.